never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do What's going on? I just thought I, didn't, I thought yeah, I stuffed okay, that then. He's gonna start the, the conversation. Ooh. I didn't know what was going on then. I thought I stuffed it. <laughs> ah, so what's happening? Uh, not much. Not just much. chilling. So we got uh, me, Tom, uh, Maddie, and Sal in the house tonight. Today, it's the morning. Um, Could be tonight somewhere else. Yeah, know. just for some context for everyone, uh, we're all personal trainers. Because if you share this on your page, Sal, they might not know who I am or who Mads is, um, and people might not know who you are. So yeah, we're all personal trainers. How long you been doing it, Sal? Um, well, I've been qualified since 2015, but started my own business about nine months ago. Yeah, cool. Mads, what about you? Yeah, cool. Um, I've been PT for about two and a half, probably going on about three years now. So yeah, yeah, cool. And um, yeah, 10 years for me. So I'm old. Um, <laughs> in that How old are you, Sal? Uh, 25. Um, yeah. Pretty similar. Yeah. Look about How's oldest. that? Two years apart? 25, yeah. 27, 25, 23? Yeah. You're 23? Yeah, I'm 23. Yeah. yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> Baby yeah. face forever. So what have you been up to, Sal? You've just got back from overseas, huh? Yeah, uh, so I was overseas for a month. I took a bit of a holiday, um, travelling. I have quite a few friends living overseas, so was visiting. Um, yeah, been back for three weeks. kind of doesn't feel like ever went away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And how's work been since you got back? Um, yeah, good. So amazing. Everything's just flowing and, yeah, it's just crazy. It's all happening. Yeah, cool. How does it feel to be be back? It's good. I was excited to come home. And, like, it's crazy because that's the first time, like, in my life that I've ever been excited to come home. To like, to wrap the holiday up? Yeah. Like, mm. I've never been excited to get up and go to work. Except yeah. a good spot, eh? Yeah. yeah. We were like that, though, in Bali. Like, me really? and Tommy found there, like, two... Well, we were there for, like, two weeks. And then, uh, yeah. I think, the last five days, both of us were like, yeah, we're ready to come home now. But mm. it's just because we are, and we all just love our job so much. and. Yeah. Enjoy Only are. 10 days yeah. for me is good. Mm. Anything more, and I'll get a bit stir crazy. Like, I like want to go back to work. Like, we trained every day, but I don't know. It's a bit different because, like, I think we're similar. We like routine. We like knowing what we want to do and where we want to be. Mm. Like, it's what keeps us motivated, I guess, a bit and keeps us going. We just know what we have to get up. Discipline, too. So then when you're on holidays, all that kind of goes yeah. a bit out the window. Yeah, the only thing I really base my thing on in holidays is like, um, like I set alarms every morning to get up for train and train and mm. stuff. Like, because if I sleep in, I get angry and like um, I feel sluggish and stuff. So, but yeah, on holidays, like yeah, so I, don't know. I I need structure in my life. But what about you? I do like structure, um, especially when I'm home. Like I need to write a schedule. Like I'm a mm. pen and paper person, highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> write everything down. Yeah. Um, definitely, and like you know, I will. I won't go to the gym every time every day. I won't eat every time every day. But I will know what I'm doing for that particular day. Mm. Um, I'll make sure I set it out in the morning um, or the night before. Um, but on holidays, I do like to just chill. Like I'm a massive fan of just like relaxing and, you know, I do like to get up early and do some exercise, but then it's just like whatever happens, I'm so fine to chill out. Yeah, I find um, like, uh, you know how like we've all done heaps of courses and yeah. seminars and, and um, like uh, TAFE or wherever you've done your courses online or whatever. Um and like everyone says, like you need to do this, you need to do that. But I feel like so many different ways work for so many people. Yeah. I know people like like are just chaotic and they just get so much done yeah. and there's no structure. And I'm like, how do you function? But they kill it, like they absolutely kill it. And then there's people 
I'm probably in the middle somewhere, but, um, and then there's like people that are structured to the dot. And like my mates always take the piss out of me, like, well, can you book us in to like hang out? Cause like I literally, uh, I'll say, yeah, I'm coming for two hours and I'm bailing because I, I don't know. I just feel like time so goes so quick. I just like, I think that you can have either or either or either. Eh? Yeah. I did a poll on Instagram and I was like, do you do lists and like scheduling or do you not? And like so many people voted for no. And I was like, who are you people? Who are you? How do you live? <laughs> I feel like the people that are a bit more chaotic um, can deal with like pressure a little bit more, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Like, but then in saying that, when I say that, I was like, I feel like I can handle pressure and same with like you guys. Mm. Um, but we're so sh- still so structured. But I find those people that are in chaos, they're just like, they don't take like anything in. They just keep going. Like they just keep going mm. forward. And they don't really stop and figure out what they've There's done. There's benefits to both. I, but think, I was going to yeah. say, I feel like they make maybe a couple more mistakes. Yeah. Because I think we calculate things heaps more. I think. Structured. Yeah, I don't know. I think my days are structured, but I think my energy and my my goals are chaotic. Yeah. yeah. You can be like, like I, hyper in the I morning. just fucking go, go, <laughs> go, go, goes, go. Tom just goes downhill and then he has a pre-workout and yeah. then he comes in with his hat backwards doing like a gabba dance or something. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> even like even like achieving things though, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just I just work hard and things pop up. Like I'm not, I'm the opposite. Most people like business coaches hate me because... Um, not hate me, but they're like, you need to be like on the 10th of the 10th, you need to achieve this and this and this. And then you work backwards. And I get that. I kind of like it for some things, but also like I've got so many opportunities by just working hard and like you're in people's faces and you know what I mean? They see that. So I don't think you always have to. And not only that, I've always had this theory that it's not a theory, like it's happened. Um, like I've got offered some pretty cool roles, like um, strength and conditioning stuff. And like, uh if if i and at the time i was trying to sales in surfing so like if i had taken that role with the footy thing um it would have um if you know i mean if i had my one goal was you know had to be this by a certain day and then you get offered these opportunities you can't take them because it defers from the path whereas i feel like with my kind of mindset with that kind of stuff is um you can kind of like as long as you're you know you got whatever you want to call it like a star you're aiming towards and like that's your general direction you can do like circles like sideways you can go anywhere as long as it's in the same field or direction yeah 100 percent. i do like agree with that and especially like i'm a big believer in like doing what feels good as well mm. like say you are on this like path and trajectory and something pops up like i've had it heaps where someone was just like you should study dancing when i was overseas i was like oh my gosh i should do it i'm gonna go home and i'm just gonna mm. do it that wasn't in my plan but like if, when I was 18, um, I was working with a life coach and she was like, Sally, your end goal is going to be your end goal. And there's going to be so many different things you're going to do before that. So just chill out and like kind of let them happen. Um, so, yeah, it's just like accepting them and just taking them. Yeah, I agree. I, I always tell people, um, don't don't just because it's an opportunity, don't say yes. Yeah. So true. like um, when I was younger, like I think we're all guilty of this. Like you get offered anything, like like a company goes, you, you want to like, get sponsored by this and that, and or someone goes, you want to do this for me? It's it's free, but it's good exposure. Like you just say yes, 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 yes to everything. And then like as I've gotten older and wiser and like that, I'm like kind of like I, I talk to Mads about this all the time. I'm like, don't say yes to everything just because it's an opportunity. Like, do you want to link your name to that forever or a ten year at least or do you, do you want to actually do that or is it just uh, because it's – because at the end of the day, it's like it's boosting our ego. To, to get offered something like, oh, Tom, we, we would like you to do this and that. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah, they think they, – well, it's not only that. Like how much do we feel undervalued a lot of times? Like sometimes like people take the piss or um, stuff like that. And like it, by them saying that, it's like someone's acknowledging your hard work and your talent. So we all just always just say yes. But 
I feel like it's so important to not always say yes. Like you would have been offered heaps of shit in soccer, eh? Like yeah, and if you took them all, like, yeah. then you would have just been like a puppet kind of thing. Where you know do you always I mean? end up? Yeah, well, like that. Yeah, massive with soccer. Like I tra- travel an hour and a half when I was playing um, three times a week to training and then home. So that's three hours worth of driving, like per day. So and then like two hours worth of training. And then I had clubs down here like offer. But it just wasn't the same, like loyalty, money. Like obviously, money's not everything, but it helps. Um, if I was sick, I wasn't getting benched. Like, you know, like there's just so many rewards to it, but because they acknowledge like who I was as a person and all the hard work that I was putting in, travelling and everything like that. So, so it's yeah. like salsa, like gut feeling for you. Yeah, yeah, I'll stay. And like I've only been – I've played like in the NPL for, for like forever since I was like I could start in the under-11s. And I've been at two clubs and some girls have been at like six or seven because they just follow – like coaches yeah. or money or whatever and i'm like no if you stay loyal like they'll look after you like now i've just done two acls at this same club and next year my coach said like you've got a contract for it whenever you want to come back into first grade mpl one like that's yeah. insane like so many girls have to fight for that spot um so like and that's just me just being loyal and giving back my time too. like a coach there with the young ones wasn't paid for that like went all the way to sydney just to do that so if you're being loyal to people that's probably a massive thing is the more loyal you are Hard to find these yeah, days. Hopefully, they give it back to you. Like, I reckon us free, like yeah. crazy, like we'd do anything for each other. Um, but yeah, yeah. And you got to keep those like ties close. Like, don't try and go out on a limb and try and like impress everyone because they're probably like ninety percent are going to throw it back in your face. So just find the ten percent that stay. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It's I agree. Pretty yeah, it's pretty scary out there. I have yeah. all these thoughts like lately. It's like so many people like judgmental. Uh, stereotypes. I actually saw your post this morning, Sal, with you dancing. Like, how mad is that? You, so, did you used to get like heaps of anxiety and stuff when you yeah. dance? Yeah. So, I watched um, you dancing just then. Oh, on Instagram. You? Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. I um, did a class last night. So, uh, yeah, long story. Um, I danced all through my like childhood, and at about eighteen, like I could go and study a full time course. Um, and that just gives you, you know, more skill, um, more exposure. Um, it's up in Sydney, that sort of thing. Um, and I can't, I didn't do it at 18. I followed different things. I, you know, wasn't confident enough to go audition and that sort of thing. So I let other things kind of take over. Um, and then I did a course probably two years ago and it was like, it was great I like learned a lot but emotionally it was so hard at that at that point I didn't like like I didn't love myself I didn't have any confidence I felt like like crap like it was just was this a combo we had at um coffee that time was it is it talking about that kind of stuff where um they you're supposed to look a certain way yeah yeah is that kind of like that yeah Yeah. so they'll you know constantly tell you you know you need to cut down if you want to be in this you have to look like this Mm. and um yeah, and you, you're staring in a mirror all the time and it's just not a healthy place. So I've had to step – I put this in on, on Instagram like not that long ago, but I had to kind of step away to find myself and find the confidence in myself um, and actually accept myself. Um, so last night was a massive test. I hadn't been to an open class in like a couple of years and I actually enjoyed it. Like it was I, – I went in and I – wasn't anxious i wasn't nervous i had fun and it was like the crate like a, yeah did you change or the class changed no nah, i changed 100 percent. like yeah. i've over the last couple of years all the like the personal development that i've been doing and you know take and all the books and the mm. podcasts and all like um hired a life coach all of that stuff um 
actually just accepting who I am, not always loving Can you abbreviate on that? Sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, um, so anyone listening, because um, like I feel like a lot of teenage girls yeah. would be doing this right now. What I know, you said like life coach yeah. and fi- and learning to love yourself. How do you do, how do you go? How should someone go about that? In your opinion, like how did you go about it yeah. exactly? So I, it honestly just started from finding podcasts, um, and books. Uh, what's a good one? Like the Power of Now, such a classic. But I just was real. Like I just realized that like we're in control. That was kind of the first moment that made me realize like we're in control of how we feel. And like right now, like this is all we have is this exact moment and like we need to make the most of it. So yeah, it just kind of all started there. And then podcasts, I started listening to spiritual and um, mind, like mindset um, podcast. Her name's Kimberly Wenya. So yeah, it's kind of woo-woo in a bit. It's really cool. I really enjoy it. So for anyone that's interested in that, go give that a listen. But kind of taught me more about like, affirmations so that's a huge thing um you know i also put this on instagram we can tell ourselves like how many people believe that they're fat and like ugly and overweight like they tell themselves that that's just a belief that we've told ourselves it's a like negative affirmation and if we have the ability to believe that why can't we change that to a positive like at first it's going to be so weird like i'm enough oh like but the more you say it eventually like you're gonna change your mindset's gonna change and once you truly believe that so doing things like journaling I write it out like I write it I read it some people stick notes on their mirror some people write on their mirror and just like say it out loud and like truly like feel into the feeling of being enough what would enough feel like and eventually it just kind of like yeah, because it's really, it's really weird. It's like five hundred things I wanted to say while you're talking there. <laughs> go, go, guys. No, like literally, go. like one of them was about like what you say, like um, you say you can, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, with your we, talks, yeah. and then there's like also the um, what's another one? Um, that whatever you like, you're the only in your thoughts all day. So whatever you tell yourself, ever always eventuates. So if you think like my favorite quote of all time is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah, kind of what you just said. Like so, if you keep telling yourself you're fat and ugly and you, you you're not worthy. And that's what you're going to become. Yeah. Whereas if you like what you said, um, the other way around as well. Like if you you kept talking to yourself, and it's like that water. Have you heard of that thing where they like talk bad to water, and it like went mouldy and died and all that? Yeah, yeah. same with plants. Huh? Plant. Yeah, yeah. The plant. The plant one. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's um, who's that? Um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Dispenza. Yeah. yeah, so he talks about that, and he's actually proved it through quantum physics and yeah. stuff. But I didn't understand that, obviously. But yeah, there was so much I wanted to say off all that, eh? Yeah, well, there's, like, so many ways that you can go about that. Like, people, yeah, it's that I can and I can't. Like, mm. as soon as you say, I can't do something, you believe it 100%. But then why can't we just say, I can? And why can't you believe that 100%? Like, they're two simple words. And for some reason, we give I can't so much power and just give up straight away and we don't even have a go. When so many people, if you even try and maybe you sucked at it, like, or something, or you weren't the best at it, then think about going like, well, at least you gave it a go. There's probably like 50% of the population that wouldn't even try. They would say, I can't, and then say sitting on the lounge. Not you that it, not that it matters, but like um, uh, a bit off topic, like everything's perspective, hey. So, um, you know, with what you said, how like you said, like oh, people, people think they're fat or whatever, right? So that's just all perspective mm. versus the community you're in versus your parents, your friends. Like are you fat to more body fat? I'll just say politically great. More body fat percentage in terms of that group. Yeah. Or so what I'm getting at is like, um, you know, 
I read this book once and it was saying that I listened to a book, I don't read. Uh, I listened to a book once and it was like um, saying that this guy was like, I'm so short, I'm so short, I'm so short because he was around a lot of tall people and then perspective-wise and then he went and went into a different community or something and he was taller. But not only that, they said, well, what's the um, – why are you looking at being short as a tall perspective? Like why do you see that as a negative? And then eventually – it's a long story, but basically he used it – he goes, okay, well, what's an advantage of being short? So um, he was, it was something to do with like speaking to people and he was, no one found him intimidating at all because he was so short. So then he became like the best speaker and he could connect with everyone just through being short. So they, they flipped that, that positive to negative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Negative to a positive. Yeah. So cool. The and other I, thing is like cold as well. Yeah. It's freezing. Yeah. Well, it's freezing maybe for Kaiama, maybe not in Antarctica. Do you know what I mean? Like everything's perspective. So everything just is. And everything we do or our mind tells us, it's all our interpretation of what is. Yeah. And like my, one of a quote I've heard is comparison is a thief of all joy. So you're just constantly comparing yourself. Like you're short, but like to who? Yeah. Like yeah, you to said, who? to who? And mm. like a lot of the time with body image especially is like society standards or the like community that you're in. Like, so for example, dancing, it's like I'm fat in the dancing world, but like, it's because I'm comparing myself to what they've set, what the society, mm. like what dancing society has set. And it's like, I don't know if I can swear. But you can swear. Okay, it's I, fucked up. Like, you're on my podcast and Maddie's. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then you, yeah, it's just, like you said, perspective. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like I, if you if you check out my Instagram, I reckon people will be that confused by me. Like I'm polar opposites, right? So I talk about, you know, rotating the wrist this much to get this much more muscle and talk about like the finer details because like that's what some people want, right? And then on the other spectrum, I'm like, who gives a shit what you look like? You know what I mean? Like it's all about being happy and stuff like that. So like I fully pull from two different sides of the, the, the spectrum in that, in that regard. But, and I think it's so important that like, uh, like I have to catch myself out sometimes because sometimes I'm like, why do you want this? Like why, why does it matter if you're 1% more body fat? You know what I mean? But then at the same time, I'm also a trainer, so I have to be like, if that's a goal, that's a goal. But I think it is important to find out why and like not so they don't, so it's not, doesn't turn ugly. Like they're not um, negative self-talk all the time and that because like really like I'll have people like get down when they, they've only dropped a kilo a week or something. I'm like, what the, what are you talking about? Like, why does this matter? Like, what's it, do you have an end goal? Like, you know what I mean? A lot of them don't like, in, they do, but what I'm getting at, it's not like a wedding in, in a week where the, like it really, really matters the special day. Like, like people freak out over the littlest things and it's like, that's not what you are. A number on the scales is not your worth. 100%. And like the way you look, what's that actually going to give you? It's not going to give you any more self-love yeah. because you don't even have that in the first place. Like I really focus with my clients. Like I get them to try and like at least accept themselves and accept the, every part of their journey. It's fine if you want to lose weight. That's cool. But yeah. like that shouldn't be where your value is like on losing weight because you still will get to that point and still be unhappy because you're never happy when you look in the mirror like how many people and you look back at photos you're like oh my god I was so skinny then and I didn't even like yeah. acknowledge how good I looked mm. it's because you didn't like accept yourself in that moment it's a yeah. huge thing I think yeah, yeah I was looking at Mads saying she thought she was going to mm. speak say something <laughs> no. no I agree and <laughs> and you think about this right like um the people, like pe- people in general, that beat themselves up of where they are right now, right? Yeah. In my head, I'm like, well, well were you going to get to that and stop? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm 1% fatter than I was yesterday or a week ago, I'm playing this, like, the end game, like, forever. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Next week I might be down again. Next week I might be up again. Like, there's no, like, my point is, unless, like I said, unless you got a wedding and stuff like that, I get that. Like, but if you're 1% up here, 2% down there, 3% up here, like, who cares, really? Like, are you really going to get to that and then stop? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a long game. I feel like um, a lot of people, like, so say, because we're trainers, obviously we're told we're kind of meant to look a certain way or be fit or whatever. Mm. And then someone that's not a trainer, we could get the exact same, like, body scan or like have measurements and stuff but the fact that our say trainer like well people know us as a trainer they just assume automatically we're fit but yeah, like and it's easier yeah and it's easier but the thing is too is like we fluctuate the same as everyone else like especially now like if you're if you get sick and have a week off training if you get injured like i did and had six weeks off like even just like moving from the lounge like i was like in an e-brace going like i've like i am the, like the fattest or like most body fat percentage I've ever had. And I got heaps upset. And I'm like, hold on a second. The reason I'm upset is because I'm a trainer and I'm meant to be at this all the time. And that's the way like, my mindset went. And I was yeah. like, I don't need to be at that. Like, I'm so injured. You I'm angry meant to. at yourself. You were angry at what? The I was angry at the, of, yeah, what everyone I was sees angry at the fact that like I was injured mm. and I still felt like I had to be Pressure. better than everyone else because like with my like fitness, because yeah. that's who I like my trainer, like label mm. of what I should be. And like that's what annoys people like is like everyone's labeled these days you know what's hectic about that is like when i go shopping at woolies like if i have like a packet yeah. of corn chips in my fucking bag which yeah. i love corn chips so I get off my back then people <laughs> are like oh got you and i'm like got me what what are you talking about i never once said i don't eat bad food like yeah i don't say i don't have a beer with the boys like yeah fuck. and you know what like, it's crazy it's like, a, and leave, yeah. like i don't know i can't say leave, leave us alone, leave but alone, you but yeah. alone but yeah you know what and out of everyone like, i know there's probably people probably gonna arc up about this but I think out of anyone, trainers deserve that cheat meal or whatever you want more than we work for it. Like yeah, of course. work so for it and then balance. go have it. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you can't point the finger just because we're trainers, we women to eat clean. Like I love a beer. I had one on like Tuesday. <laughs> just going to say, I think the perception is starting to change. Like I, I like personally, I have Macca's chips. I love them. I love fries. And I'm all about like, eat what you want. Mm. Like I never, I never restrict my clients. I, I never tell them like, don't eat this. Don't have grains. Don't have da da da. Mm. I'm like, you eat whatever feels good. Cause everyone's like, it's bio-individuality. Like everyone like is their own person and everyone suits different foods and everything. 100%. And it's more about like, lifestyle, I think. And that's something that, you know, I'm not a fit like gym rig, but I, in seven months, like I don't under, like my clientele is like, I'm booked out and mm. like, it's not to do with what I look like. And I think that's changing. I, f- I don't actually know cause I wasn't around Tom, but maybe you can give me some like, like I think uh, my take on what you just said yeah. is yes. Yes. And no, I think, yeah. um, I think people would see you as a genuine person. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. Um, and your clientele must be I'm giving them a wrap now. They yeah. must be pretty smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to see that some people don't see that and they get used. Mm. Um, but also mental health is a big thing mm. um, which is starting to get more um, talked about and you're off, from what I see of you yeah. um, like I look at your stuff a fair bit uh, it's pretty you're pretty in touch with helping people not just in the gym so therefore you got like a holistic approach yeah. so that has changed when I was started out yeah it was about um, you know abs and trainer and yeah. and not only that like um, I won't say exactly people I won't put, I won't section out a group of people, but there's certain people still out there that like um, um, a 
actually it's not anyone actually it's like a just certain certain trainers like that i've worked with in the past and stuff like um they like they think like um well and more, more so when i was starting out actually when i was like younger like when i was starting out it used to be like the better and bigger and muscly and ripped you were the better mm. a trainer it is now it's like um uh like people are starting to get more credit for like their knowledge and, and how they can connect with someone i reckon like when I was growing up, I think like, um, I think it was like um, maybe like when I was 17 or something, like the, all the bodybuilders would be the, the most booked out. Now it's like, um, like I mean, like, I feel like it's Luke, more diverse Luke Tully, trainers. how smart's he? Yeah. He looks amazing too. He's yeah. a big boy. But, but also like he doesn't, I mean, I think, fuck, I sound a bit weird here, but I think he's got like hairy chest and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look like um, like a bodybuilder. He's he freaking like muscly a, as. Pretty boy. But he's smart as, boy. you know what yeah, I mean? And, so and I think he gets recognition for how smart yeah. he is. Like, like so yeah, I think I think there's it's changing from just being purely the fittest person out there. Because I know a lot of fit dudes in the gym that don't know much about training. Yeah. That's the thing. That's kind of what I was trying to get at. Like, it's not the fittest person that is the best trainer now or the muscliest or whatever or the yeah. most tanned or whatever you want to call it or the prettiest yeah but um it's kind of like someone like yourself that has a bit of everything is going on and then you kind of are going well because of that i think like do you know i'm getting at there yeah, like i think like diversity too like all three of us no like no one can go they're just like the pt and all they know is like training obviously out of us three tommy probably like he knows more about like lifting and techniques and stuff like that and then maybe like um Sal can work more with body image and everything because she's really good at it and she um, can connect with so many people so well and she just understands. And then maybe someone like me, because I've dealt with like so many setbacks, my like mental strength mm. can get me through different things. But I think it's like when we're not just that person, like yeah, we can still train people, killers. we can still like connect with people like and different things like that. So I think that's what's better about being a trainer now is we just get to do so many more things and just lift weights and look good yeah it has come it's come a long way and i think it will keep doing that i think the biggest struggle i have and you tell me if you guys agree is um it's like a right in the middle it's a split versus what what you what you think people should be doing and what we want people to be doing what we want to be doing versus what they want to do in terms of this is where i'm talking about so um, you know, I get a lot of people like some great trainers out there that I'm friends with and that they say, you know, they should be doing mobility for this and they should be eating whole foods and they should be um, drinking lots of water and doing mindfulness and like, you know, what I mean, all the good stuff like and I'm like, yeah, I know they should be. And then I get the other side that are like, what tablet can I take in to get me shredded in one day? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> whoa, wait up. And then so my point is you've got one end of the spectrum, which I fully agree with and believe in, but it's so hard to get people to do that. And you got the other end of the spectrum, which is like, get me shredded yesterday. And then it's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, as a trainer, you're trying to find, okay, well, if I do that end of the spectrum, I'm probably going to have one client because no one's willing to do that stuff. Yeah. And then if I do this end of the spectrum, then I, I sell out I and it's not what I'm so about. Short, yeah. Well, I just not, it's not yeah. my philosophy to give someone a tablet to get them shredded in a day, which is going to just rebound and look like you hate themselves. Like not doing anything of what Sal's been talking about, you know, like finding themselves, why they're happy. So I think in the middle is kind of what the struggle is, you know what I mean? Trying to get, okay, well, even like Instagram posts, like let's let's like mm. not make it too clickbaity so it's just lying, but then let's kind of make it a little clickbaity so that they look at it, oh, he's got his shirt off. Okay, cool, what's the message? And then layer that with what we actually want to help people with. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like you've got to like 
go from both sides, hey, like, yeah. you have to. If you just do, like, yeah, like, put a photo of an apple and then, just, like, no one's going to look at that. No, nah. and unfortunately, that's social media. It's, it's, yeah. It comes down to marketing. Like, we it have is. to, everything gets so lost mm. in Instagram. That I had a lady that literally said it to me. <laughs> There's a client of mine, not anymore, but she she's lovely. I do love her. She even laughed. I said anymore she after this comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She nah, nah, she kidding. knew. She admitted it. She <laughs> was like, she goes, Tom, I'm gonna get these tablets. They say they get you literally shredded in like a twenty days or something. And it was like on online. I was like, don't get them. Do not get them. They're a load of shit. And she's like, I know they're a load of shit, but I want them. And I was like, wait up. You know they're not re-. like that's how good marketing is. That she knew that it wasn't gonna work, and that she knew it was dumb, but she did it anyway. Yeah. I was just like. Yeah, but like you even look for an uneducated client or someone that's getting into the fitness industry or anything, like talking about marketing, you go into Woolworths and they see like a nut bar that says protein on it and they get it and it's full of absolute crap mm. and it's like 500 calories for this small bar. Like, mm. not that everything's about calories, yeah. but mm. it's like a meal in a bar. Like, and people yeah, you make that a full meal. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's scary. And I think, like, um, yeah, like there's, oh, I won't say brands, but yeah, I remember I, my mum sent me one day and she's like, oh, whoever she's working with is having these. Like, these are so good. They're so yummy. We've got to get some. And I was like, can you please send me a photo of, like, the food label? And she sent it to me. And I was like, you may as well be eating, like, Cadbury's chocolate. She's yeah. like, are you serious? It tastes so good. I'm like, yeah, exactly. It tastes, mm. like, really, really mm. good because it's like, sugar. Mm. And it's, like, nothing real. Mm. And it's scary. I think another thing, too, like, Instagram um, and, like, I suppose, like, marketing and all that. Like, Tommy and I did a talk together at the start of the year and we literally had someone go, oh, like, they live across the road from the gym um, and they're like, we're going to fly to another state to listen to someone else talk instead of, like, coming to our talk just because they'll be on Instagram. Like Jay-Z says, hey, like, it's, um, it's hard to see the value because you're too close to them. Yeah. Apparently, this is a true story from what I well, – I think Jay-Z said it. So it was like – um. Uh, he, growing up, his best mates and that, like, or even when he was a teenager, like, first few songs and that, they didn't really rate him. Like I said, it wasn't, wasn't that good because, like, it was just your mates, you know what I mean? It's not, I'm not saying my mates say I'm not good. I'm just saying that, like, because people are so close yeah. to you. Or how many people do you know that we're from Kiama? So, like, um, it's a pretty little town. I think it's 10,000 people. And, like, so many people from Kiama are, like, um, friends of ours and everyone just, like, I'm going to Sydney to get this person. <laughs> I'm going to Sydney to do I'm going to Sydney. It's, like... I've worked in Sydney. I worked at the biggest gym in Sydney. I think it's the biggest or one or maybe top five, like Coogee at Titan. It was, I think it was three and a half thousand members or two and a half. Mm-hmm. It was like 15 trainers. And it was like, I held my own with them. Met said I was one of the fastest growing PTs I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying that we're better. I'm not saying that there's some great trainers there. There's great trainers everywhere. My point is exactly that. They're, they're everywhere, you know what I mean? Find someone good. Don't just look, at, look like, think that because it's Sydney, it's Melbourne. Label, Sydney. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Um, America, they must be better over there. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the mentality. Like, it's just the mentality. Um, oh, some people call it like the small town mentality, maybe, or yeah, something like that. Poor poppy syndrome. Yeah, like it's just hard. And yeah. I'm reading a book called This Is Marketing, um, and it just talks about like you're not going to be able to help everyone, and like you need to just pick your like niche market. Who can you help? And like, mm. why have fifty thousand followers but can't run a business because you're not like like running a niche market like mm. you just have all these people that aren't you're not connecting with no one's buying anything no one's like getting into your services where like what some people i know have like a couple of thousand followers and their business is absolutely flourishing and they're changing lives every single day like mm. sometimes you know 
I'd rather that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a question for we can all answer it. Is like because we've all obviously just started our own businesses at certain times. If someone's listening that's like a fresh PT or just started like I don't know a little business like making I don't know hats or um, clothing or anything, like what's one bit of advice? Because obviously we've both been, all been in it for a little while now. Like that, you'd probably give someone if they're starting. starting. Yeah. Um, my one I always use kind of thing is pick three to five trainers, learn off everyone. Because then what will happen is heaps of things. One, you'll find out out of them which one or which few are really good. And then you can learn, make a connection with them and they'll probably have you back if they like you, if you're not an idiot. Um, and you'll learn off them. The other thing is it's like boxing or surfing or soccer, whatever, like you pick or dancing. You pick your styles and you're like, okay, well, I like the fact that Tom teaches heaps of like technique cues and gets them to activate this, but I hate how he does this. You know what I mean? And then I love how sales online and, and she does that program, but I hate how she does this. And then I love, you know what I mean? Getting yeah. like yeah. whatever. So um, you'll pick their best parts and you'll pick their worst. Cause I feel like if you stick to one trainer to learn off, even if it is one of us three, then you, there's so much more to offer. And, and also that like you'll, you'll find the good and the bad and then you'll be like, I don't want to be anything like that bad one. I don't, I don't want to learn a lot off the good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that don't lie to people ever. Um, think about what you believe in, stick to that, and probably, what's the last one? I don't know. Just, oh, be willing, oh, give out free sessions. That's my best tip, actually. Give out free, if you think you're good, obviously the first step is know your stuff, get qualified and learn. But if you know you're good, do not put your ego in the way. Give out free sessions. I gave out free sessions, I was booked out and like, bugger all, because then you're basing that, you're, um, you're banking on that you are a really good trainer and people will love it. But how do you know what Coca-Cola tastes like if you've never tried it? So it's literally like that. Yeah, come train with me. Maybe. I don't want to lock. Who the hell wants to pay someone that much money if they've never tried it? It's like ice cream. That's the quickest like example I could think of. It's yeah. like you want to taste it before you spend $3 or yeah. $5 on like a thing of ice cream. Imagine putting ice cream, cream behind that door yeah. and going, yeah. I've got something really cool there, but you can't yeah. see it. I want you to give me however much you've charged. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Give them a free session. If you're good enough, I will guarantee. I had... I gave out 15 free PTs up in Coogee and 13 of them stayed with me the next day. 13. So that's what I don't know what the percentage is. I'm not good at maths. But it was a lot, yeah? So they're my tips. Quick yeah. maths. Um, okay. So mine, similar to yours, Trump, get, invest in mentors. Um, if you don't have a lot of money, you don't have to like actually invest, invest. But listen to podcasts, read books, like talk to someone, connect up with someone on Instagram, like find that person and send them a message. Like you don't understand the people that are willing to catch up for coffee and just talk to you, like just grow some balls and just send a message and go for it. Cause the information, like, honestly, if someone came up to me, I could give them so much and I would be so willing to help. Like that's what so happened with me and you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I sat to Tom with Tom, sorry. And he gave me so much information, like for nothing, like for mm. nothing. We that just chilled good. and yeah. that helped me so much with my social media like he really I was a bit you know confused with social media and just how I should market some things and do some things and he gave me such a valuable information um yeah so I think that would be a big thing and another thing is like what think about what you would want from a service like what do you want um and then create that like for me I want a community all I want is community I want a group of girls I was like I would kill for a group of 15 girls. <laughs> what about me, man? You can come hang out. Um, <laughs> but like group of girls in a safe space. Yes, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Booty shorts. Booty shorts. Booty shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, community for sure. Yeah, and like mindfulness. I, w- I want that. So I created it. You know mm. what I mean? Think about yeah. what you want. 
There's a uh, I was talking to Jared this morning, and there was a I think it was like Ray Dalio or someone. He um at the end of the year he does it. I showed you once, but it was a long time ago. It was like 15 questions you have oh, to yeah. ask yourself at the that. end of the year. Yeah. They're so hectic, but mm-hmm. it's exactly what you said. One of the questions is, um, would you be happy with the service that you provided this yes. year if you were to pay for them? Yeah, and it's like. Of course, like ninety five percent of the time, there's that like five percent when you're like, oh, I wasn't happy. Or for me anyway, I'm like, I wasn't happy with that session. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you lose family members, people die. Like you have fights in part. Like this is st- we have stuff going on in our lives that obviously you can't get it perfect, but that's the whole point. It makes you strive for perfection when you do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mads, so, um, I think like the biggest thing is like one when I first started out is um, be willing to yeah or like we always say learn and like take it in and always like. There's no such thing as like um, bad criticism because it's obviously telling you either what you can or can't do. Like, and so what, even if someone gives you something that is you might think is negative, it's not because you know not to do that again or you know that you need to change that or something like that. So don't take offense when someone's trying to give you like a constructive criticism. That was the word. Um, and then just be willing to like make mistakes. Like, I didn't know so many things I think I googled like so many like dumb questions probably like that I thought was at the start going like you should just know this but we don't like we weren't taught this stuff at school like you're not expected to know everything so just go like we always say like learn um and then something that I'm like starting to learn like probably like the last few months is um yeah, like you said at the start, don't always say yes to opportunities, but don't always say like yes and then like stretch yourself to the point that you're tired, you run down. Like just because you own a business, you're still allowed to like have a day off and actually make sure you have a full day off. Like I was just going like, and you have all probably done it. Like we go back to back Monday to Friday, wake up at stupid o'clock and go to sleep at stupid o'clock. And we like, are like literally laying in bed replying to like messages on Instagram for like, an hour when really we should just be turning our phone off and going to sleep. Like no one else is doing that. Like why why do we have I to I saw that? something you know heaps I mean? cool then. Uh, yeah. What yeah. Sal said and what you said mixed together. So you said would someone be happy to pay for your services? Mm. And then you said um, don't say yes to everyone like um, if it's going to stretch you too much. I wonder if a question you could ask yourself is that person asking you to do something for them, would they do that for you? Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. good, eh? Yeah. Because imagine, um, like, someone, you know, people go, oh, like, we want you to be a trainer here, like, for free. Like, yeah. come here, it's good exposure. I wonder if you said to them, would they come market, market my that? business for free? It'll be good exposure for you. Yeah. Mm, I've never thought of that. Well, I wonder things, if they would say yes. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and other things, too, like, I think we've all probably been, like, guilty of this. And I saw this on Lex's story. Mm. Um, in, like, she was obviously being sarcastic. It's like, oh, can you please just write me a program? Like, mm. people just think it is so easy to just write a program or do this or do that. But, if yeah, if you ask them, could you write me a program if they were a trainer or whatever a cook are, or a yeah. chef or whatever, could you write me a meal plan? Like, would they do it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, would they give up their three hours on a Saturday afternoon to sit there and write you, like, yeah. a program for the next week or two? That's probably an interesting, interesting yeah. thing. So maybe, yeah, maybe, like, some advice for people was just, that question. I like that one. Would they do it. that for you? Mm. I've got to say no to everyone then. <laughs> and just like, like value yourself too. Like, do you know what? Like, like free, like free sessions are awesome. And then like, sometimes I feel like people take advantage. Like if they've been, your, been with you for a while or something like that. Hardest like question just, of all time I ask is ready. What's your value? Uh, priceless. No one knows. Yeah. No, no, it's not a trick question. No. Like literally, like if it's, you, if it's a charity event, cool. My value is free. Yeah. If it's, Helping one of you guys out. My value is free. free yeah. If it and then another company comes up and they say, Tom, we're willing to pay you this amount. It's a good amount. That's my value. The yeah. next week, someone comes up. Hey, mate, my 
daughter's struggling. Can you help her with this? Free. It's a fucking hard You know question. what I don't get? People understand is like when they come, like, and it may not be us. It might just be like a tradie. Don't want mates rates or like, do you know, mm. something like that. And they go, oh, can you just do this for like this much? And it's like, well, would you go into Nike and go, I'm yeah, buying yeah. three pairs of shoes. Can I only pay for yeah, two yeah. of them? It's a good point. Like that's always plays on my head. Mm. So I feel like, yeah, value is always like, well, are you worth a free if they pay for two sessions, do they get the third session for free? Like, for example, and, and do you that, know what I mean? that comes back to what we were saying before. Like, sometimes it's gut. Like, I always gut. So if I want to do it for free, I'll do it for free. Mm. I'm not above that at all. And if I don't care, like, I've done that. Some of the best shit in my life has been for free. Like, the stuff Income that makes me... Perspective. Yeah, it makes yeah. me feel good. Like, um, like fulfilling and giving back. But then also, sometimes, if I feel like they're taking the piss or the advantage of me, my price is a 1000 bucks or 2000 bucks. Like, that's mm. what my price is. You don't want me then don't don't pay it but. yeah exactly and like with clients it's like if like you said oh can i have the third one for free no like no this is my mm. like it's a business yeah. like, like we yes. live off this yeah mm. exactly it's like this or is, don't live off it yeah <laughs> <laughs> if we don't get paid <laughs> true um but yeah. yeah and like if you're not happy and just ne- next like mm. move along like mm. we don't want to stretch ourselves so thin we have 60 clients or whatever like we don't want to be working all the time. So if you're not going to cooperate, move along. <laughs> move along. You mean yeah, fuck off? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brutal. Next. But Next. Next. I don't up out the door. Yeah, okay. no, it's good. I think like, yeah, and um, so many, oh, I was going to say something kind of like, oh. I hate when that happens, eh? But I think it's more like, yeah, we also, if you say like next and you try to, someone else comes in, we're kind of in like the best industry that, most majority of the population want to always be fit and healthy so there's always going to be someone else you know and it's like same with like it's getting better too people are pretty pretty um getting health conscious now yeah i think like we're only going to thrive we're a flooded market with trainers but but we're um you stand out pretty easy if you're good yeah yeah Yeah, cool uh anything you want to leave we're done now we're wrapping up anything you want to leave on Uh, a message for anyone a quote um question a thought Anything? Um, Anyone? Both of you? My favorite quote, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. This whole, like literally since I started my business nine months ago, that's all, like it was hard. It was mm. hard. I, I cried. I cried in front of Joey who owns the gym I work at. <laughs> um, and I was freaking scared. Mm. But just keep telling myself that and you just have to jump off. It gets easier, right? Yeah, it does. Sometimes yeah. you get used to dealing with shit yeah. or mistakes or whatever you want to call yeah. it. No sleep or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. Mads? Um, probably, like, if anyone's dealing with, like, a situation issue or problem now, it's just, like, just go for it, go head on. Like, I say this in my talks, is we don't really have, like, problems anymore. We just have situations that need fixing. So the quicker you can find a fix or a solution to it, the quicker you can move on to the next thing. If you sit there and just go, why me? Why is this a problem? Why? Like, you're not going to get anywhere. It's probably just going to get bigger and you're just giving energy to a negative situation. So mm. as soon as you get given something, just go, all right, this is how it is. What can I do to change it? And probably nine times out of ten, hopefully within like a day or two, it's gone and you're on to the next thing. And you're like, why did I even worry about that? Yeah. Um, today, mine might be uh, take ownership of everything. Even if it's not your fault, even if it's uncontrollable, can take take control of it and own it. So an example of that would be, this is crap, like my life sucks or whatever. What are these stuff people say? And then like um, they didn't realise that their actions leading up to their life sucking. Like, oh, my, I got done f- 
for a fine because I was running late to work. Yeah. Why were you running late to work and why were you speeding? And yeah, so true. Yeah, you know I mean, I see all these. Pa- the, do you see this all over Instagram? I see people like parking in no parking zones, yeah. getting yeah, fines. Yeah, people do dumb shit. And then they yeah. like, which is fine. You can yeah. you're allowed to say like I got a parking fine, but you yeah. can't be like, why me, poor me? It yeah. says no parking. Don't park there. Yeah. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like it's yeah. like <laughs> I yeah, don't understand like it. It's not like, life's yeah. not against you. Like I don't know. Own yeah. up to it. Like. If your partner leaves you, were, were you on the piss every night and not yeah, showing him or her any yeah. attention? Like, own up to it. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as, I don't know, I found what kind of what you said uncomfortable was like, as soon as you own up to everything in life, like, fuck, life's easier, eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's why we all probably work for ourselves. Because yeah. if yeah. you work for a company and then there's like 10 people in it and then they're like, yeah. oh, he did this, she said that. It's like, Blame well, game. Yeah. okay, well, this is not helping anyone. If okay. someone just owns up, then we can move on. Yeah. I'd probably sure. say own up to everything in your life and life is good. I like that. Because yeah. then you can control it. Yeah. Mad. All right. Thanks for coming in, Sal. Thanks, Mads. Thanks. Thank Tell you. Me. See you. Bye, guys. Yeah. Joe, never let them stop your grind. And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine. Why? Because you work hard to get there. When you get stuck, look up. Don't just sit there. There's haters regardless. Just do what you do. You ain't through till it's finished, man. That's what winners do.